Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. Hello, my name is Inez Bai. Welcome to you if it is your first time ever listening to this podcast. I'm so excited to have you on this ride. And welcome, welcome back if you are a loyal listener, if you're keeping up to date each and every week. I so, so, so appreciate you. So today's episode is going to be an episode with just me, your host, Inez Bai. For those of you that don't know me, I am a fitness, nutrition, and mindset coach that really is passionate about helping women to let go of their negative mindset, negative body image, negative habits around food so that they can step into a body that they feel really content in and then spread the good vibes from that place into all areas of their lives, whether it be showing up as the best career woman or improving their relationships or whatever it is that they want to use their passion and drive for. That's what I'm here to really help women around the world uncover by letting go of negative food habits and negative body image, basically. So today I'm going to actually be talking about how I have been manifesting a lot of things in my life. So I am kind of in the spiritual closet and I feel like this episode is me coming out of the spiritual cupboard. Probably some of you that follow me on Instagram, Inez Bai, I-N-E-Z-B-Y-E. Yep. My last name is Bai, like goodbye. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that I'm very much into mindset into journaling into my crystals my angel cards all of that kind of thing and it was something that I stumbled across maybe like two or three years ago where I started following someone on Instagram that was talking about manifesting and when I first heard it I was like oh my god it seems like magic it seems like you just sit there and do nothing and things come into your life and I went down this big rabbit hole of just trying to learn as much that as I possibly could And basically what manifesting means is to call something into your life and to attract it to you. And I have done a lot of work on figuring out what it actually means to attract something into your life. I'm going to explain how I manifested my peaceful body and the, and the, yeah, the body that I live in now, how I manifested all of these different opportunities that have come up to me lately and how actually it's not just about sitting there and wishing things would happen to you, but it's really about showing up from a place of authenticity, of knowing your worth. And obviously that is something that's really linked into the way that you feel about your body, because if you're feeling negative about your body, guess what you're going to attract? Negative things, right? You don't attract what you want, you attract what you are. So that's why it's really, really important to get really deep into what you truly desire and who you truly are so that you can actually call into your life the experiences, the opportunities, the people, the things that feel really aligned for you. And also so that you don't feel like you have to justify why you want all of these things. Because if you feel like you have to justify constantly like, oh, I want to earn this amount of money. I want to look this way in my body. I want to have this partner in my life. Then that's not coming from a place of fullness, from enoughness. And I think that's been one of the really key things that I've learned is that regardless of what you want, if you have a desire within you, honor it and really allow yourself to have that unapologetically because that desires come into your body, into your mind, into your intuition for a reason. Not every single person has the same desire because each person has their own unique desire because they are unique. And because I believe that's what the path that their soul has chosen chosen um, in coming onto this earth and being inside your specific skin suit. So I'm going to talk about, like I said, how I manifested my body, how I manifested um, a few other things as well that I think are going to be really interesting. So yeah, this episode is going to be really good for you, whether or not you are into spirituality, there's going to be some really juicy tips on journaling and goal setting and making sure you actually take action on the things that you want. Um, But it's also going to reveal, like I said, my more spiritual side, which I'm really excited to kind of get deep into. 
just before we get real deep into what I've been manifesting and how I call all of my deepest desires into my life, something that has been absolutely incredible to watch unfold has been the most recent launch of the Peaceful Body Project, which is starting on March the 2nd, and it has been the fastest my program has ever sold out. This is the fifth time that I have run it, so I think it's a combination of people really being familiar with this program and having seen so many women go through it and seeing all of their incredible results and just like the amazing vibes that the community brings in there. Um, I do have maybe one or two spots left in the program because it has sold out so quickly. So if it is something that you've been thinking about joining for a while, literally now is the time. Like don't wait anymore because honestly, if you wait until six months or you wait until the perfect time, you will never be 100% ready. So feel the fear and do it anyway. And I would absolutely love to support you on your journey of becoming more at peace with your body and really opening up so many doors, so many opportunities that come with being confident in your skin. In Like literally the transformation that the women go through on this program is absolutely incredible and the work that you can get done the the progress that happens when you have the right accountability and support like what I provide you with and peaceful body is second to none like you will never get as far like as you will with the right kind of coach and I just am so passionate and so confident in the effectiveness of this program that I just cannot wait to get started. So like I said, if you would like to join, send me a DM on Instagram and we can have a little chat about whether it's right for you, or you can head straight to my website and as by fitness.com forward slash peaceful body. And you can click the inquire button and book in for a free call with me where we will get you all signed up so that you can finally be free around food, have a freaking positive body image, feel really respectful of when to move your body and when to rest and how to really learn tools that are going to serve you now and for the rest of your life. With that being said, let's have a chat about how to manifest. To give you a little bit of background into how I guess I got into mindset, spirituality, learning all about manifestation, I was hypnotized around 2016. I can't even remember if I've told this story on the podcast yet, but at this point in my life, I was completely unaware that I had any control over my thoughts. I kind of just let all of these thoughts and emotions run the show. And I, because I was someone that had grown up feeling very self-conscious in my skin, struggling with disordered eating, but never, ever, ever telling anyone, I had become really good at putting up a front that I was confident, that I was fine, that I was independent and strong. And no one ever knew what was going on underneath my surface, I suppose. And underneath the surface was a lot of anxiety, a lot of worry, a lot of feeling like I wasn't good enough. And by the time that I was hypnotized, I can't even remember whether it was 2016 or 2015, whatever, I had been working at a gym, a huge big commercial globo gym that had over 8,000 members. And I had like a pretty good consistent client base considering I was like 22 or 21. I can't remember at the time I was quite young, like running a business, having all these clients, also going to uni. And I was so overwhelmed and stressed, but I just thought that that was how life was meant to be. Like I just, there was no, nothing in my um, knowing, or I guess in my consciousness that I, I don't think I was conscious, right? Like I wasn't woke. There was no, nothing in my aura that was like, yeah, you can actually take a break or yeah, it's okay to sleep in or yeah, it's okay to say no. Like I literally just did not know that that was a possibility. So one day my work actually hosted like a free event. It was like a professional development event that the PT manager had organized. And I went in there and it was like a Friday afternoon. So I'm obviously feeling really burnt out from the week. I've been to uni. I've been coaching my clients. I've been up since 5 a.m. By this time, it's like 3 p.m. I'm not really eating properly. So I'm feeling low in energy, all of these things, right? 
and he asks who wants to be volunteered to be hypnotized. And I can't even remember if I actually volunteered because to be honest, back in that time, I was so shy and like insecure because I don't know, I've always had this thing and this, a lot of my clients resonate with this as well, where in my like business scenario, when I'm like, you know, talking to new clients and getting to know people for business or kind of putting myself out there more in like a professional sense, I've always been able to be more confident and just kind of like, I guess faked it till I made, made it. But in my social side or any Like, yeah, I guess more on that social side, I've always been much more shy and it's something that I'm still working on at the moment. Like I still notice that there's such a disparity between me showing up on podcasts, me showing up on social media, me showing up um, to meet new clients or to host workshops, anything that is kind of like business wise, I just feel really confident in. And I think it's because I really just own my passion and I'm so excited about it, I guess. And I feel like as well, because I am the person that is knowledgeable in that area it gives me a certain level of confidence you know like if a client is coming to me they're asking me for help and that gives me like a sense of authority I suppose not that I'm better than anyone but it means like oh I'm here to help you so there's a reason that you want to be around me versus in social scenarios I've always just felt a little bit more shy a little bit more like worried about not being able to make conversations or feeling really like awkward about saying hello to people or saying goodbye or you know turning up to events by myself like I've always felt a lot more shy in doing that so anyway tangent I, I went into this event um, was hypnotized and I went into like three or four of my past lives. So mind you, I literally had never done any sort of mindset work at this point. I may have like done some random journaling or, or I can't even remember. Like I, I wasn't, I think maybe I'd started listening to podcasts at this point that were like talking about mindset, but I really probably don't know if you heard that, um, beep outside. Um, I was literally not into this stuff at all. I just thought, okay, you've got to like work really hard. You've got to hustle. You've got to show up. You've got to be there in person. That is the only way to be successful in life. So he took me through this meditation. I went into three different past lives. I kind of like saw all these different colors, felt all these different feelings. And at the end of that hypnotizing session, he kind of brought me back down to earth. And let me tell you, I was like a shell of a human. I was like so overwhelmed by what I had experienced because I'd never experienced anything like that. And I wanted to run away. And I did because I came back from that hypnotized session and I burst into tears. I was like so just, like I said, overwhelmed by all of these emotions and feelings that I had seen seen in there and by I had these like huge realizations that I was working way too hard that I was completely disrespecting my body that it actually was not good for me what I was doing and these were things that I knew because I knew that I wasn't sleeping enough and I knew that I was working too hard and I knew that I wasn't putting up any not putting up but I wasn't respecting myself by having any boundaries, right? I would just work at any time of the day. And I thought I always had that mindset of like, oh, I'll just do it for now. And then once I get successful or once I earn a certain amount of money, then I'll rest, right? But what I saw in my hypnotizing vision was that like, me being tired means that I actually can't serve my clients to the best of my ability. So by me not having any boundaries, by me not resting, I'm actually not able to show up as the best version of myself. And that realization to me was so scary because it really made me question everything that I believe, right? I believed in order to be successful, you have to work really hard. And here I am having this huge realization, this huge like light bulb moment that that was not true, that I didn't have to be tired and struggle in order to be successful. 
And it just, I literally just didn't know how to handle it. So I burst into tears. I ran away. And also this was in front of all of my coworkers who had never seen me cry. You know, like I said, I was really good at having up this like strong, independent woman front and to come out of this hypnotizing session, feeling really questioned, feeling like I don't even know what reality is. And also bursting into tears. It was literally too much for me. So I ran out, tried to like pull myself together, came back. And then this hypnotizing guy was like, well, let's like talk about it. And like, what are some strategies and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like... Whatever. So then I kind of like left from that and I was like, okay, right. I need to make some changes in my life. I was still in my, and then after that, I went into my last year of uni and I had to do placements. And obviously in that time as well, when you're at uni, you don't have as much control over your schedule. But what I did is that I left the gym that I was working at, the really busy commercial gym, and I moved into a new like boutique space. And in this new boutique space, I was actually really lucky that the owner decided to kind of take me under his wing and mentor me. And I just remember that he took one look at me and was like, you like have so much potential. You obviously help your clients so much and you care about them so deeply, but you're freaking exhausted. Like I remember I I must've walked in there and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. But he was like, let's look at your schedule. Let's design your ideal week. And he like sat me down and we went through everything that I really wanted. And I kind of wrote down all of my like obligations Oh, I guess responsibilities. And then I was really stuck in that mindset of like, oh, but my clients want this time to work. Or, you know, someone's asked me to do this at this time. And he was like, you don't have to say yes to things, you know, you can say no to things and offer them a time that suits you better. And at the time that felt so scary because it felt like saying no to my client meant that I would lose them as a client, that I wouldn't have income, that I wouldn't have a business. But the most amazing thing happened. Of course, if you give someone your entire free calendar, I'd say like, oh, whatever time suits you is, a, is good for me. They're going to pick the time that suits them the best. But if you give them an option, you know, of like, okay, I can only do Thursday morning or I can only do Friday morning, then they're going to pick the best option that suits them and you. So I started shifting into having a calendar that suited me more. And when I started doing that, I began to realize how important it was to take care of yourself first. And with this mentor that I had at the gym that I used to work at, he was really wanting to know, like to get me to be deeper onto why I was a personal trainer, why I wanted to help my clients, why I wanted to work in the health and fitness industry. And I remember he was like, if you could do anything in the world, like what would your dream be? And I remember feeling really shy to tell him that I wanted to have an online business because I had seen people on my Instagram doing it and it looked amazing. And I was like, oh my God, the laptop lifestyle looks so flexible. I'd be able to help so many more people. I would love to share my story on social media, but I was like, I'm too nervous. I don't know what I would say. People would make fun of me because people had made fun of me in the past for being really passionate about health and fitness. And as a teenager, you just hold on to that and absorb it in. So when he asked me that, I was like, oh, it was the first time someone had ever asked me, like, what is your dream? What would you love to do if money wasn't an object? And so we slowly decided to start getting really clear on what my message actually was, because by this point, I was just taking on any client that was coming to me, which was really easy to do, because when you're working in a gym that has 8000 members, there is an unlimited amount of leads and you can literally just coach anyone. Right. But if I was going to be an online coach, I would start to I would need to start marketing myself and marketing yourself means that you need to have a specific niche, a specific type of client that you can help the best and that you can really, really talk to and that you Um, know exactly how to help them. So in doing that, you really need to get deep in your own 
experiences, what you have struggled with, because it's often your mess, your greatest thing that you have overcome, that is going to be the thing that you've helped with the most. And I remember, like, obviously now I talk about binge eating and over-exercising and talking to myself really negatively all the time. But the first time this mentor asked me, like, what is the thing that you've struggled with the most? I literally was so nervous to tell him because I was so ashamed that I had been struggling with disordered eating for so long. And it actually sent me into a little bit of this kind of like, oh my God, like, I can't believe I'm like opening up about this. I feel ashamed about it. Like, I felt like I'll just deal with it and then I'll be done and it'll be over. And it was, I'd actually blocked out a lot of memories of how I had treated myself. And I couldn't even remember like what it was like to go through disordered eating, what it was like to over-exercise, to never like myself, to always be on the go and never allowing myself to rest, right? It was really, really, really hard for me to like dig deep and remember what that was like. But I knew I had to do it because I knew that if I could really create a vivid picture of what that was like, it would be, it would help me to help my clients, those that I really knew that I could help because I'd been through what they had, that what they were struggling with as well. So once I did a lot of deep diving and this mentor that I worked with really asked me some like very tough questions as well. And I remember there was like a good, like two or three week period where I wasn't even sleeping because these questions were so deep that they were like uncovering all of these things that I had swept under the rug for so long. I started to get really, really clear that it was the mindset that helped me the most. And what I really needed when I was really struggling with binge eating, with not feeling confident in my body, was a program that combined fitness, nutrition, and mindset. And at the time, this was like 2016, 2017, there really wasn't anything that was like combined in the way that I had done it, right? In the way of doing strength training, in the way of um, healing my relationship with exercise, with food, becoming more mindful, all of those things. And I started to get really, really interested in exactly what it was with my mindset that helped me so much become more confident and also to launch my business as well, because by healing my relationship with food, that was the only way that I was ever going to be able to launch my business. And so obviously as I'm launching my business, as I'm coming up with ideas, as I'm trying to shift into my next kind of level, you know, moving from being a face-to-face personal trainer to becoming a coach and a mentor for other women as well, I'm really thinking about what was it specifically that helped me? And as I'm doing all of this research, I'm still like having a lot of my own questions with like who I am and how I want to show up in the world. So it was really this like big time for me to like rise up and really like start to shine unapologetically. So what this all has to do with like manifesting is that it's not just about, okay, well, I think I want this, right? I could have sat there and been like, I want an online business, but that's not enough. You need to get deep. And that is what I do with my clients now, right? If we take it back to me when I was healing my relationship with food, the really big thing that helped me beyond anything else that I ever did, right, was thinking to myself, how would I act if I was already in my dream body? How would I act around food? How would I talk to myself? How would I dress? Who would I hang out with? What would I do more of? What would I do less? All of those things. Sorry, I just have to take a sip of water because I am talking a lot here. Asking myself that and getting really clear on how I would act around food, that is the thing that helped me the most, but I would never have been able to to do that had I not have gotten to know myself better, right? You need to be able to create a really clear vision of who you are and how you would show up if you would already achieve that goal. And that is exactly what helped me to heal my relationship with food and start to feel way more confident in my skin. And it doesn't happen overnight, right? When I started thinking to myself, how would I act if I was already in my dream body? 
you have to make sure that you actually act like that because what can happen is that we can get really addicted to the struggle, to the pain, because it feels like our safe zone, right? We're so used to feeling like we need to be tired all the time. Like what I said before with working, we're so used to thinking that if I'm struggling, that I'm succeeding. And when that all comes crashing down and when you realize that's not your reality, it's kind of like, well, then who am I, right? It's like this identity crisis. So it's really important that you do get really clear on who you are and that you start to actually show up in that way of how would I act if I was already in my dream body or dream life or dream relationship, getting really, really clear because you know what you would act like. And it's actually not about knowing what to do. It's getting over your mindset. It's getting over your anxiety of thinking, well, if I do show up like that, people are going to judge me or what if I fail or what if things don't work out? And it's such a trust for me, what I've learned. It is such a lesson of trust and really listening to your intuition of it guiding you and saying, do this thing without knowing exactly why, or without even being able to justify it as well. Like just thinking, this feels good for me. This is what feels right for me. And I'm just going to do it and show up in that way, even though it's something I've never done before, even though it's something that my friends aren't even doing, because in doing that, it means that you're going to be able to let go of the things that aren't serving you anymore and actually create real change. I posted on my Instagram the other day, the quote of like, do what you've always done and get what you've always gotten. But if you do something that is completely different, that feels outside of your comfort zone, you will get a different result. And that is what you're all here for, right? So yeah, and and with like becoming more confident in your body and like manifesting my peaceful body and feeling like I've got a really healthy relationship with food, you do these exercises and you journal about what it feels like if you were already in your dream body and you meditate about it, you visualize about it, you start to like breathe, dream, sleep, eat what it is like to be your dream body. And it doesn't happen overnight, but it starts with one day, one day where you stop binge eating. And then maybe you have a few days where you binge eat again, or one day where you don't talk negatively about yourself, or one day where you wear something that feels a little bit like, you know, different, like one day where you do wear a midriff top, or one day where you do go to the beach and you don't feel self-conscious. And then you might have a few days where you feel a little bit less confident again and then suddenly you have two days in a row where you don't binge eat or where you feel really confident and then you have a few days again where you don't feel as confident anymore and then you might have like a week straight where you feel really confident then you might only have one day where you feel really low and then eventually you get to this place where it just feels completely effortless where you don't have to think about it anymore but it is a process and just reminding yourself because just reminding yourself that just because you had one day where you felt low or you've only, you know, you have like only one day where you do feel confident does not mean that you're not making progress. And in fact, it means exactly that you are making progress. So just reminding yourself to take it one step at a time. Something that we don't often talk about in terms of like manifesting, you know, calling something into your life, whether it be a partner, a job, a house, a, you know, money, whatever it is, is that oftentimes it's not about what more you need in your life, but it's actually about you needing to clear the space. And this has been something that has been very, 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 very relevant for me in the past couple of months. Um, most of you will know that I've been through a breakup from a long-term relationship in a relationship that I thought would really last forever. You know, at one point in that relationship, I thought we were going to be together forever. We spoke about marriage. We spoke about buying dogs. We spoke about child's, like our kids' names. And at one point, I really thought that we were going to be together forever. And obviously it didn't work out. You know, we realized that we were going in different directions. He was a lot younger than me. So I feel like he needs to experience his life in a different way in ways that I have already experienced and that I'm ready to move on from. So it didn't work out and that's totally fine. And I feel so blessed to have had such a 
amicable breakup. And even though it was amicable, it was still so hard. Like, and it is still hard. It's still such a transition. But in saying that, clearing out that space, really listening to my intuition, being really, really honest has meant that things have then worked out and fallen into place faster than they have ever worked out before. So manifesting something is not just about sitting there and thinking, oh, it would be really nice to like have a million dollars put into my bank account. No, it's about rearranging your life, getting to know yourself and clearing out the space for things that aren't lighting you up anymore, that don't feel deeply aligned with you so that you're sending a signal to the universe, hey, I am ready for the thing that is actually really, really aligned for me. And so what has happened over the past couple of months is that I moved into my dream apartment, or actually it's a house. I live in a house. Can you believe that? I literally journaled about it for like maybe two or three weeks, exactly what I wanted. I wanted a well-lit room. I wanted a big window. I wanted to live in like a newish place. I wanted to live somewhere that was convenient and that I just really enjoyed. And literally that is exactly where I have moved into. This place has ticked all the boxes for me. It didn't even take me that long to find it. I went through a few different apartments where like for share houses, cause I, I just wanted to move into like a share house so that there was already like furniture there and I didn't have to think about moving too many things. And I was very close to being like, okay, one of these places, you know, I could imagine myself living in all of those places and they were kind of like a moderate, like, yeah, like sounds good. And then I'm, I came to this place that I like the suburb that I'm in, it was not a suburb that I was actually looking at. It's close to the other suburbs, but I just saw the ad for it. And I was like, Oh, I really like the look of this room. And I literally walked in here. And instantly, as soon as I walked in here, it was like a hell yes. I really haven't experienced that many hell yeses in my life. Often I don't feel that like ready to make decisions or I feel like nervous about making decisions or I second guess myself. So when I had this like really clear hell yes of this room, I was just like, whatever, I'm going to move in here. Like this is going to happen. And I, I messaged the um, other people that lived in the house and I was like, yep, I'm definitely keen. I would love to live there. And they were like, oh, we'll let you know because we have a few other people that we're interviewing. And I was like, okay, whatever. was completely detached from it was just, and that is another thing about manifesting. If we cling too tightly onto something, like for me, if I was like really obsessed with this house, messaging these people being like, I'm so keen for it. That energy of like being really clingy is really repelling and it turns people off and it's like that person is too obsessed with it, right? And you're also holding onto it so tightly that you're not letting the universe work its magic because what is meant for you will not pass you by unless you're not following your intuition, unless you're not following the nudges. It would have been so easy for me to feel this nudge of like, go and look at this place, even though it's not in a place that you expected to live in. It would have been so easy for me to rationalize, no, it's not in a good spot or I wasn't thinking about here or I don't know. But I followed the nudge and that means what is meant for me will not pass me by. And if, it, if this place didn't work out, then something better would come for me anyway. And that is something that you really need to remind yourself when you're trying to manifest something. So lo and behold, only a few days later, they sent me a message. I was actually up in Byron with my best friend Manon when I got the message and I was literally so excited, but I kind of knew that, that it would work out. Um, and what you really want to focus on when you're trying to manifest something into your life is reminding yourself that, like I said at the intro, whatever you desire is within you for a reason. So honoring that and also not putting that goal on a pedestal. Often what we do when we think about wanting to lose weight or finding a partner is that we put that goal on a pedestal and we think, oh my God, that thing is amazing. How will I ever be worthy of it? You know, I need to change myself in order to get that thing. And it's like, no, what you actually need to do is be so authentic in yourself is to really listen to your intuition, to follow the nudges, even when you can't rationalize it, because then you will become a magnet for what is true 
truly meant for you and that thing will seemingly fall into your lap even though yeah because it's something that you know that you're a magnet for it you don't need to chase things that are truly for you and you need to remind yourself that if you have a desire for something if you want to manifest something it is you are as worthy of that thing that thing is not more worthy than you it is you are all on the same playing field right another thing that was really really cool that um popped into my DMs the other day. Like I've been thinking about how I want to get into the media more and how I want to really grow my audience and just like, yeah, grow and spread this message so that more people can be at peace in their body. Because honestly, when you are liberated in your body and around food, it opens up so many freaking doors for you. And the world would be a kinder place if we were all just a little bit more content within our skin. And I was thinking about, well, maybe I should do like a pitch to a magazine or something like that. And someone literally DM'd me the other day that I have spoken to before, but not about this idea at all. And she was like, Hey, I would love, I'm starting to do some freelance work. I would love to pitch an article about you and do an interview for you. And I was like, you got to be bloody kidding me. I literally thought about this thing and someone pitches to me who is a freelance writer, right? So she's going to be better at actually pitching the article to someone else. I was just like, yes, (laughs) that works out so well for me. And again, it's one of those things where sometimes we think about Um, the goal that we want and then it comes into our lap and we try to like self-justify like oh this is too easy or this isn't exactly what I wanted or you know because we think like oh I could have said like oh well I need to pitch it or I don't you know I don't know if the the magazine she wants to pitch it to is right or blah 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 and it's like no say yes to the things that light you up without trying to justify things all the time because when you do that and you follow the nudges and you just say yes to one action step at a time the next action step will reveal itself to you and that's exactly what I've been doing doing like even my intention for this week I have a weekly planner and every single week I write an intention that just comes intuitively to me my intention for this week is to say yes only to the things that truly truly light me up and it's even little things like when I went I took myself down to Bondi Beach the other day and I was like do I want sushi or like a falafel pita for lunch and in my mind I was like well I should get a falafel pita because I always get sushi blah 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 and I was like there you go rationalizing again have sushi because it lights you up, not because you need to rationalize it. And so I had sushi, felt aligned, boom, there you go. And the more that you do those things, even though it feels really small, the more that you get lit up and the more that you get lit up, the more you become juicy and sparkly and the more that you're going to be able to be a really good friend to those around you. You're going to be a great person to work with and you're going to become a magnet for all of your desires. Another amazing thing that I've called into my life is Obviously, like I said, I had this nudge to move to this suburb that I'm in in Sydney and I didn't really know why. I'm still not fully sure why I'm here, but I feel like it's coming. But I saw um, one of my friends owns a gym down the road and she's about to go on maternity leave. She's literally just about to have a baby and I'm so excited for her. And she put up a thing on her story saying I need someone to cover two classes, two mornings a week and just doing classes. And I saw that and I was like, yes, that would be so good because then it would be a good way for me to get introduced to people in the local area. You know, obviously working online at home is incredible and I love it and I love my clients and I love the people that I get to meet, but you do miss some of that like social interaction and just like in-person community vibes. So I was like, this could be really good for me because it will really introduce me to people around the place. And again, I had started having this like justification as to why I shouldn't do it. Like, you know, you don't need to, you've moved into online coaching. Do you really want to commit yourself to doing classes again? Like, isn't that a step down? Like all of these really egoic thoughts of me trying to rationalize myself out of it just because it's outside of my comfort zone, because 
I don't know necessarily what it's going to be like or who I'm going to meet. And it's going to be putting myself out there a little bit, but I followed the nudge and I did it anyway. And it just, I haven't even started the classes yet, but I've agreed to working and I'll work next week. So I will keep you updated on how it is, but it feels really nice to know that firstly, I'm going to be having like a more of a consistent routine, I guess, that I get access to a, like as part of me working there, I get free access to the gym and it is literally a five minute walk down the road that I get to meet new people and that I get, you know, paid for doing the class as well, which is really nice. And it means that I literally just get to absorb the rent that I am paying here at my new place and I can just continue earning more and more money. Like it just works out really well. And I'm just really focusing on not trying to justify things and just following the things that really, really light me up. One of the things that has been absolutely integral to me manifesting these things and calling these things in is journaling. I literally recommend to every single one of my clients to download the Holistic Psychologist journaling prompts. Um, She has it on our website. You can literally just Google it. It's called the Future Self Journal and I have done it every single day. Actually, that's such a lie. I probably do it like four or five times a week um, since I went to Europe. So I was in Europe in August, September last year. And I remember starting it when I was, I rented out an Airbnb in London and it was this beautiful high rise and they had all these plants around and I took my journal out, took my coffee out, had it with my oatly milk, which no one in Australia sells and I'm obsessed with. And I started journaling then and every single day, almost every single morning, I will journal down and I will really think about what it is that I want to call into my life, how I want to show up in the world, how I want to be the best version of myself and what feels really aligned for me. And some mornings I don't feel like doing it, but I do it anyway. And I just do it really short. Some mornings I get so deep into it and I get really, really specific. And it's just allowing yourself to not have any rules around specifically like how you journal, right? I think for me, it's been so helpful to have prompts that I do every single day, but some days I will do bullet points, but some days I will do like full on narratives in there, just making it your own and doing whatever feels right for you in that moment. The last little piece that has been really foundational for me manifesting the things that I want into my life from healing my relationship with food. This was like a huge learning journey for me and really the process that I healed my relationship with food and I manifested my peaceful body, aka the body that I feel confident in, the body that I love to be naked in, the body that I wear, whatever clothes I truly want in, was questioning every single one of my beliefs. I have spoken about beliefs at length on this podcast, but just to really remind you that beliefs are not things that we walk around saying, I believe this. Beliefs are things that we interpret as truths. So for example, back in the day when I was really struggling with binge eating and restricting and body dysmorphia, I was, I just thought that like I couldn't enjoy food. I thought that I wasn't allowed to eat hot chips. I thought that I would like, I had to be skinny in order to be loved. And these were just things that I believed to my core to be absolutely true. And it wasn't until I exposed myself to people that were living uh, like an alternate reality. So for example, I started following um, people who were enjoying food, but still had bodies that I deemed to be attractive, I suppose. Or I started following people that, um, I don't know, had different sort of bodies, right? That were actually living a life that I thought was a really amazing life and that weren't being held back by the way that they looked, that it started to lead me to questioning my own life. And I started working with a manifestation coach. I actually did a lot of work with um, Jordana Levine, who I've had on the podcast before. She has a book called Make It Happen as well, which basically talks about her manifestation principles. So check out her Instagram if you want to find out more. Jordana Levine is her name. And... um, This really led me down to the path of constantly being like, if something came up for me that didn't feel 
um, expansive. So for example, I'm not allowed to eat hot chips and still love my body. Or if I eat hot chips, then I'm going to gain weight. I started to question that and I would start to like flip those beliefs. And of course, it's not enough to just like say those things out loud. You need to be able to attach some sort of feeling or action to it to make it feel real. Because if you just say it or write it down, but you can't actually like imagine what that would be like, then it's not going to be helpful and it's not going to help you to manifest it. But I would basically just start thinking about any belief that I felt was holding me back and just really giving yourself again the permission to be like this doesn't have to be true it does not have to be true and a way that you can really really help yourself to believe that that the more expansive exciting option aka I get to eat hot chips I get to maintain my weight I get to feel really confident in my skin is by surrounding yourself with people who speak positively about their own body who speak in wholesome terms about nutrition and who are also allowing themselves to live a life that is expansive. And that is exactly why I do the Peaceful Body Group Coaching Program because bringing together a group of women that are all working on healing their relationship with food, on creating these really expansive mindsets where their minds are literally open to miracles and we so believe within that group that anything is possible. And honestly, over the past couple of months, anything really is possible if you just open your mind and you let go of all of these rules that you've been living your life by, whether it be around food or relationships or your job or anything like that. I did a lot of work with Kimberly Wenya, who is also a manifestation coach last year, and she helped me to really shift through so many beliefs and blockages I had around making money, around working, around resting, because I think for me, having grown up with this idea that the struggle is what you need to succeed, it starts to show up in other areas of your life. So whilst I'd really overcome that in terms of my relationship with food and exercise, and I found a routine that is just so effortless, and I'm just every day so grateful to have such a easeful relationship with food and exercise, I started to find myself putting so much pressure on my work, how many hours I was doing, if I was working hard enough, was I worthy of a successful business? And so to have a coach come in and be like, just affirm to me that like these things are possible. Like you don't have to work 12 hours a day to have a really successful business. And you get to like, you will always have the right amount of time to do the right amount of things and you get to rest and still make money. Like it, honestly, it changed my entire life. And here I am having had a sold out peaceful body launch. I've been able to move out of home. I can take myself on holidays without feeling stressed out about it. And all of those things are possible, not necessarily because of what I did, but because I exposed myself to someone who showed me it was possible and I was then able to embody those beliefs like I've been saying it's not enough to just know something you actually really need to be able to carry it out and show up as if that thing is already true just this morning I was talking to one of my clients and she was saying how she always puts lots of pressure on herself to be getting you know like distinctions at uni or like the best mark possible and she thought she had this belief that in order to get the best mark possible she has to work as many or study as many hours as possible and so I basically shone up the mirror to her and I was like does this work like has this been working for you and she was like no I didn't do that well last year at uni but like maybe I just need to work harder and this is what society wants us to believe right this patriarchal idea that we need to work hard we need to hustle we need to burn ourselves out into the ground but it doesn't have to be like that. We get to decide that actually I get to work smarter, not harder. And by working smarter, it's looking at the way that you're studying or working or going to the gym and asking yourself, 
What lights me up more? How can I make this easier? And nine times out of 10, there is always an easier way to get to your goal, but we just complicate it by trying to rationalize everything that we want to do, by trying to think that in order to be worthy of achieving a goal, I have to really struggle. And obviously, in order to succeed, in order to reach something and feel really fulfilled, the struggle is part of reaching that goal, right? And I have honestly failed so many freaking times that now when I do achieve something and it does come into my life and things do work out, I am more grateful for it. My mum used to always say to me that without work, the holidays wouldn't be fun. And it's because we live in a dual society, right? That We need to start appreciating the duality of life. And that being said, that does not mean that we need to work hard all the time either. It means sometimes we get to work smarter. And in fact, when we do work smarter and we do work in a way that feels more expansive instead of so heavy all the time, things do work out easier. The reason why failing is so good though and so important and part of the journey is because then we really realize things that way things don't work either. And that has been so much more helpful for me. Imagine if you just like glided through life and did all of these things. You'd always be wondering like, oh, maybe I should have done it differently or maybe I should have done it like this or blah, blah, blah. So it's really good to fail, but also try and ask yourself, whatever goal that you're working towards at the moment, is there an easier way that I could do things? And if I don't know, how can I put myself in an, in an environment where I can be um, exposed to a way that might be easier? Because you do not know what you do not know. Before I worked with any of my coaches, I didn't know that you could have an effortless relationship with food. I didn't know that you didn't have to work all the time in order to make lots of money. I didn't even realize that my mental health was so bad until I started working with my therapist. And she told me that you don't have to feel anxious all the time and look at me now. Like, now I don't have to live my life feeling anxious all the time because my therapist showed me a different way. So with that being said, these are all of the things that I've been able to manifest. There has been obviously so many ups and downs as well. And I want you to know that if you're in a place where you feel like nothing is working out, I freaking feel you. I literally was like that three weeks ago. Like when me, when I had that breakup, I felt like things were just, everything was crumbling, right? We broke up. I had my birthday. I felt so lonely and miserable. I felt like things weren't working out with work. I felt just really stuck. And then literally just things pop up when you follow what feels expansive and light for you without needing to justify everything. Like for me, I was like, I'm just going to move to this place. I don't know why. I don't even know where I am. Everything worked out into it fell into place. And it's one of those things where like, honestly, your life can literally change overnight. You might get offered a job on next Tuesday and all of a sudden you're earning three times the amount that you were earning before and you can go on holidays. You might find the love of your life over the weekend, just doing the grocery shops and suddenly you're deeply in love, right? Stop thinking that just because things have taken a certain amount of time in the past, that that's how long they have to take in the future. And just open your mind that things truly, truly can happen. And it's just up to you to send signals to the universe that you're open to miracles send signals to the universe of what you want as well if you want a successful business or if you want a good body what signals are you sending to the universe like really think about it if you want to feel confident in your skin is restricting yourself and letting yourself be stuck in binge eating habits sending a good signal to the universe of hey i want to feel good in my skin no, but is putting yourself out there by, you know, reaching out to a coach or listening to podcasts or allowing yourself a rest day. Those are good signals and you will know in your body that they feel expansive and they're going to make you a magnet for all of your other desires as well. I literally just got off the phone this morning with a new client and she was saying, oh, I don't think like the mindset stuff is going to work. Like is journaling even worth it? I don't know. And it, I get it because I was like that as well. 
And that's because I was really stuck in this mindset of like, go, 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 got to work hard, got to do all the things, got to tick everything off. And whilst those things are obviously important, we also need to make sure that we take care of our mindset as well, that we do the journaling. Because honestly, even though it seems a little bit woo woo and it seems too easy or soft or, you know, like something that we should just do when we have a quiet moment to ourselves, it is honestly as important as the ticking off the to-do list. It needs to be part of your routine if you want to succeed in your life, if you want to feel good in your body, if you want to be open to more opportunities because the more work that you do on yourself, the more that you prioritize your self-care, the more you're going to become, like I keep saying, a magnet for the things that are truly meant to be coming to you and you're going to be able to bring them into your life faster and in even more joyful ways. Okay, this has been a very passion-filled episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. I would love to hear your feedback. Send me a DM if you had any light bulb moments. I would absolutely love to hear from you. And next week we have another interview again, which I'm really excited to be releasing. I am going to spend the afternoon talking to more of my beautiful clients. Um, Then I'm going to go to boxing and maybe even at some point I will go for a swim as well. Just see how I feel. But I hope you have a lovely day whenever you're listening to this. It would also be awesome if you could leave a rating and review on this podcast because that really helps for other people to find us and for me to bring on more amazing guests and to keep making amazing content for you. All right, I'm going to finish off there. Have a beautiful day and bye-bye.